Welcome to The Progression Show. Today, I have a special guest, Justin Collins. His Instagram, JC of the Finest. And I bet you, I don't really know the reason why he called it that, but however, his mindset is sharp like a tack. And he's gonna teach you on this show how to get your mind sharp like a tack. He has supported over 5,000 individuals, A, either lose weight, B, gain weight, or C, maintain their weight. This is a powerful man. And on this show, you're gonna learn how to take your life and your mind to the next level. See you on The Progressive Show. Wait, you're all the way on the East Coast. All you have is the power of social media. So what? how do you do the introduction to be able to build that relationship? I feel the introduction, it has to be like if, for example, I know Ali in his speech on Saturday at Progression, he, use an example of the bamboo tree. Like you yeah. have to nurture it, nurture it, and then it springs out of the ground like years later. So I know for say, some of the people that I really, really want to meet, say for yourself, Sam, Ali, anybody that I might meet, say it starts with just, okay, I've acknowledged your profile. If you're using social media as the example, I see your profile every day, I'm not gonna miss a post, like. Every mm. day, I'm gonna leave value in the comment. I'm not just gonna say dope, I'm not just gonna say facts, unless it absolutely applies. But I'm going to say something that makes sense that adds value to not only your post, but maybe to people that are following you that read the post like, wow, I recognize that. To where now, you might not know me from the like because people get thousands of likes. You might not know me from the comment because people get thousands of comments, but you'll know me from the value that seemed to always be attracted to your page. Uh... And then I know that eventually you're gonna have to see that. And then I'm gonna send you a direct message, but I'm not just gonna send it direct. With the text, I'm gonna send it with a video so you can see me, you can feel me, you can hear me, you can have that energy coming your direction. You can be like, wow, this is a lot of people send me DMs. I don't know who this guy is from the East Coast, but he seems like he's cool. And then all of a sudden you'll remember that subconsciously, but you're not gonna remember it right on the surface. Right. But then over time, you'll keep seeing these messages. And then one day you're gonna comment back and you're gonna be like, that's the guy from months ago that messaged me. Yeah, and it's it's like that's the thing, same thing you said. All of a sudden, that was the guy that messaged me three months ago. And then now you talk to someone and somehow through how you're always one relationship away, a couple people away, maybe someone you really know closely happened to have met me. And then that person's like, oh, he's cool. And you're like, I remember that guy. He messaged me three months ago. You're like, oh yeah, you should talk to him. He's cool. And next thing you know, that the connection is made. Now you're like, this person's been nonstop value. They've never quit. Every day they show up. Every day they comment, every day they give value, every day there's tagging people to bring more attention to what I have going on. You're always giving. You know, when you put yourself in out of receivership and you just focus on the giving part, mm-hmm. it's just the energy always flows back to you. So you're saying you're saying essentially your your system of building relationships, especially online, is to give value, give value, not just once, not just twice, but continually give value. And then that other person that you're looking to build a relationship with is eventually gonna notice you amongst all this noise. Uh, in social media, and then they're gonna recognize you either in person or on social media and respond back to you. And that's really the start of your building a relationship. Yes, because it's just the, the always the giving, but never relenting. But also understanding that, hey, you know what? I'm huge on, you have to make a good will deposit. If mm. you look at you, you're massively successful. I'll just say you're more successful than me. You know, you look at Sam, more successful than me. You look at anybody at this conference, I'll just say more successful than me, even if it's by a dollar amount or one extra follower, one extra client, whatever it is. So if I'm going to give to you, whom I feel is super successful. Why are you gonna give me your time? Hmm. I have to be adding something to you first. I'm not gonna say, Andy, you're super successful. I need you to do seven things for me. Yeah. You're gonna be like, everybody needs me to do seven things. Like, what, are, what makes you any different? Right. But I'm gonna keep making these Google deposits with zero, I don't care if you don't respond to me ever. Eventually you're gonna be like, one that one time, I'm gonna get you. 
And you're gonna be like, this guy is nonstop and messaging me. And those little things, actually, I reckon, now I'm thinking about it, those little things are the things that push the, the ball over, especially after coming from a conference of, uh, you know, about 200 people in the room, uh, including speakers. And, you know, me being the person that hosted the event, especially the, the work business day right after, there's a lot of, you know, requests. You see upstairs is meetings, we have meetings afterwards and so on and so forth. And, but I've seen that you are constantly doing that, those goodwill deposits, and that I have found it like subconsciously. Now, now that we're talking about it, now I think about it, I have found a liking to that, to even to the point that you, you, you Instagram search Progression Conference, you found last year's event, and you found it, and you were, you were making comments to last year's event, and I, and I seen those things, I was like, oh, this guy's actually caring. And then we did some, we did some social media, so social media leading up to my seminar where you were pouring value into me. Now, all I'm thinking about subconsciously is, okay, now how can I pour value back to him? And that's how essentially you're saying that this is how you progress relationships in a short period of time. Very sure. It's just the, the nonstop giving because okay. everybody needs something. It's like maybe if somebody's drowning, they need a hand to pull them out of the water. You know, if you're looking at, well, I can't help you until you help me, that person's going to drown. And it's just like you have to always be there. Like, man, no I should what. take like that clip at the beginning of this and like create it into a, its own video of how to build relationships <laughs> on social media. That because that was very powerful. Thank you. So now let's go into you, man. So you're a now. I saw a photo of you online, and I saw that you were kind of leaning forward. You were a little bit chubby, and you had an Under Armour uh, shirt on. So you were trying to play the part, but <laughs> it wasn't being played. <laughs> and then, and then I saw the side by side photo of you of you having your shirt off with a full six pack. And so take me, you know, who are you? And also what happened between that guy who had a chubby, who was chubby and, and out of, you know, kind of overweight mm -hmm. and the guy that I see today? Well, they're, they're both the same person with two different mindsets. Hmm. One was a low performance mindset. The other one is a high performance mindset. You know, and as being a, an online fitness trainer, you know, and helping people change their lives, I'm not in that position if I didn't change mine. And I did not do it alone because I will not say that I did. I have a coach. I always shout him out, Rob. You know, he helped me to adopt that mindset and get to the point where I took years and years and years of having always excuses, not being accountable, not having discipline, going to Cheesecake Factory like every week to the point where they know me personally. <laughs> I, I feel you. you know? <laughs> and it gets hard. But I was 235 pounds at that point. Mm. And in those pictures, when I look back at them, I'm like low confidence, low self-esteem. So for, like, for context... You're 235, where are you now? I'm 196 now. So, so you're talking pounds. about four, almost 40 pounds, yeah. and was that a fat? It Pretty much. So fat 40, and excuses, yes. That's, that's, a, that's, a that's a lot of weight. So what was the shift that took place to allow you to go from that guy to this guy that we see here today? The shift was just understanding what I wanted to become and knowing that what I was doing was not getting me to become that person. I was, my goals were getting further and further and further away. They weren't becoming closer. And the only way that that was changed was I knew what I wanted. At that time, I was like, people are asking me for help with fitness, but not so much because what am I going to help you with? I don't look the part. I want to be an actor and a model, but how am I going to be a model or an actor if I'm not looking the part? I can't mm. be a fitness model when I'm out of shape. I can't be a whatever I want to be on screen if I look so big on screen. They're like, okay, get this guy out of here. You know. And so as my life was declining, I was like, I'm not going to be this person anymore. And the last version of that person, it's an unfortunate story, but when my mother passed away, mm. that's when that person, the initial person died. Because that was when I made the immediate shift, like I'm no longer, this is the last person my mom saw me, is not gonna be the person 
that stays in that low trajectory because she didn't bring me into this world to be mediocre. She brought me in to be my best and to be great. And that's the last thing she said to me before she passed away, just be your best. Wow. And I was like, I'm never ever gonna let that promise go because I promised her. I wrote it down on a card and put it, you know, when she passed away, put it in her casket. So that's a life promise. And that's when the shift went just like that. I was like, no more excuses. I'm gonna get help right now. I'm not gonna try to be tough guy and do it on my own. I'm gonna ask for help and have somebody kind of pull me out of water. You know, was it was it so was it like a quick decision? Immediate. Or was it so it was a it was a decision. Now what changed after you made the decision to get fit? After I made the decision to get fit, I found someone that was fit, that had been fit for years, that did it for a living, that was like, hey, here's what you need to eat, because that's 99% of your problem is what you eat, your diet. And the other part, the 1%, you can learn how to train, but if you don't eat right, the training doesn't matter. So it just started to be not making excuses anymore. Like, oh, I'm tired, I'm just gonna take a nap. No, I'm gonna get off the couch and go to exercise. Or, you know what, it's late on Friday, I don't feel like meal prepping and making some chicken, I'm just gonna get a pizza. You're not gonna get a pizza. Put the phone down, go into the kitchen, cook the chicken, be accountable, because the old you would make the easy choice. And that's why your life was hard. That's why your career was going down the drain instead of bubbling up. The new you is gonna be the person that makes the hard choice that nobody wants to make. Everybody, oh, let me get Grubhub. Let me get Uber mm. Eats. Let me order a pizza. I was like, I'm not gonna be that person anymore. Cause I knew. So but, did you just decide or like, was it like a strategy or like, like there had to be more. Like I, I, I see that and, and someone who's physically, who's been physically challenged for the last 10 years. I mean, now I'm not someone who's just interviewing now. I'm someone who's actually like on the other side, on the client side, like I really, like I really am in that situation where I'm performing very high in my business, but I'm lacking in my body. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, there's been many times I had that spurt up where you know, I lose 20 pounds and I yeah. go from being overly obese to, to moderately overweight, but then, then but I haven't hit the six pack. Yeah. You know, so like, is it just a decision or is it more than just that? I believe it's just a, a decision and it's a non-negotiable. Because when you have that pain point of like who maybe the struggles you went through, and then like you said, maybe you have a little a bump up of a success. When you look at it, your health is directly correlated to your wealth. Your wealth is directly correlated to your health. You can make millions of dollars, but if you're unhealthy and you go in the hospital, all that money is going to your bills and you're back to square one. You know, And I knew it was something just as simple as, I know if I'm going to eat right, I'm going to exercise right, I know I'm gonna get the result that I have not achieved yet because it's not so much when people think of diet, it's like a quick fix, but then when they have the diet, they usually go right back to the old habits. So mm. I knew I needed a lifestyle change because I tried diets before and my weight was a roller coaster. Yeah. Up and down, up and down. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I need to have a concrete decision today to go closer to my goals. And I know that every decision, how you do one thing, is how you do everything. everything right, right, right. And I had to do everything the right way, you know? And it was like little tiny things. I, I would try to find ways to be more disciplined, like not going to sleep until all the dishes are done and not having so, like so, tiny like, shifts. So now that I'm breaking down your success pretty much. So that guy in the low mindset, the, the low trajectory, low mindset, low performing mindset, he will allow the dishes to be fill, fill in the sink. 100%. Um, how about his bed? Make his bed in the morning? Nope. All right, now a high performing mindset. Do you make your bed in the morning? Yes. Dishes every night? Done. So now, is it essentially like you're doing these little things first and then the bigger things? I feel it was tiny bricks to build the big brick. Like Uh, I knew if I could, because I never had a routine of any kind. I would just wake up and wing it. And I looked at my bank account 
it was wake up and wing it. It was some days good, some days bad. You know, my exercise, my health, same thing. Some days good, some days bad. So I knew I had to establish routines and I had to start small, you know, because if I was oh, 39 pounds, that's a daunting task. That's a mountain. You know, if you think of 39 pounds every day, eventually you're gonna be like, you know what, I can't do this. You're not gonna be able to yeah. hit the target. Yeah, but if it's one foot at a time, I'm like, you know, or one pound at a time, I'm like, you know what, that's just 39 good days, you know, or however many days it equals, just over and over and over, little pebbles to add up to that big mountain. And I was like, that's an easier sell. You know, I can do the little to get the big, you know, cause I'd always looked at the big before, but I didn't do the little. That's why I never mm. got there, you know? So you're saying that, you know, for your success, but essentially, because I've experienced that too. So for your success that you start with the little things, the, yep. the, the little forming habits that, hey, make your bed, clean the dishes. And that could affect, essentially affect your weight and how you look. It's crazy. And it probably gonna affect you how you, so you, oh wait, I'm going, you know, I go deep. Cause if you remember me on stage at the Progression Conference, I was talking about like how your success can affect other people. So I'm essentially looking at it like this. If you clean your bed, if you make your bed, you do the dishes, and then you have that habit you form every day, you're gonna look good, you're gonna work out. You're gonna work out every day. You work out every day, you look good. You look good, you get your spouse. You get your spouse, you get your kid. So essentially, if you don't clean the dishes, yeah. you ain't gonna have a family. <laughs> dishes costing your family. Oh man, like I never, I never looked at it like that. Oh man, so, so it's these little micro things that affects your that you affect your habits. So in your program, so you I, you told me that you've trained and supported over five thousand people yes. to lose weight or gain weight or maintain. Yes. Wow. I acknowledge you. Thank you. I'm I'm trying to take care of one person and like, <laughs> and, and you supported over five thousand human beings. That's powerful. And I acknowledge you for that, what you created over the last X amount of years in your business and supporting people to be their best. Thank you. So now what is it that you're actually doing in your business? Just every single day helping people out, it's a three, you know, letter phrase. It's just MBR. And when I have my programs just helping people with mind, body, you add those two together, you get the result. You know, because many people don't have the body. I'm going to the gym, going to the gym. But if you don't have up top, you don't have the discipline to be consistent to go every day. You'll be a part-time gym goer and mm. you'll have part-time results. So I help people just every single day rehab their mindset, understand that, hey, you can do it. It's something that's every day just concentrate on going one for one. Gotcha. If you can go one for one, you can go two for two. And it might take you 100 days to get your goal, but just fall in love with the process. So let me ask you as far as systems, like being someone who was nearly, 30, nearly 40 pounds overweight at one point, what was the system for you to really like continuing be consistent in the gym? The system I would say is just following a plan. Cause it's, it sounds so basic, but it's like, if you know this is what you're supposed to eat, you just eat it. It takes away the, should I, should I do this? Should I do this? No, follow that. That's your GPS and success, your prescription. If you're sick being unhealthy, this is what's going to get you healthy and mm. not sick. So it's the same thing for the exercise. You just, here's your prescription. Here's what you do when you go to the gym. And, and, every, and you just do it consistently. You just follow it. Now, what happens? So here's the biggest challenge that I've seen in my life. So I hope that if I'm doing it, maybe somebody else is doing it and this could be supportive to you. So what has happened to me is that as I get, as I start becoming consistent, 
there's always that one thing that happens. Now I recognize that happens in business and I've been able to get really good at it. So as I'm progressing, there comes a, there comes a time where something happens yep. and I'm out of con- it's out of my control or I think it's out of my control and I don't shift properly. So for example, recently I dropped, I think 30 pounds and then the guy I was, who was my accountability partner, he got sick. He got, he got like pneumonia. Okay. And then so he missed the gym on Friday. Then he said, hey, on Saturday, I can't go. Yep. Sunday, we don't go. Monday calls me, he's like, hey man, I'm still sick. It goes all the way to Thursday, he's still sick. And then so I went every single day up until Tuesday and I thought up to myself like, oh, that one day, I'm not gonna go. Mm-hmm. And then it went, pretty much became a downward spiral. Yep. So how can I shift that to continue being consistent? Or what can I do differently that in, in the event that happens again, I'm fine. The pivot would be, it's always focusing on it's your goals, your best life. So when you look at it, a lot of people have accountability partners and I, a lot of clients I help have them too. And like, oh, I'm going with my friends. And I'm like, understand, if your friends don't go, that's not an excuse for you to not. Because when you hold yourself accountable to that, like, okay, I have six workouts. Whether my accountability partner is sick or healthy, I still have six workouts. So when you focus on just taking care of your business, you're always taken care of. Mm. You know, And it shifts the kind of the blame, it shifts the weight off of having an excuse to place on someone else. Well, Jimmy didn't go, so I didn't go. It, you know, yeah. that's my, my man didn't go, so I didn't go today. And it's just like, well, he costed more so you cost yourself your result by relying on him to show up. Right, right. To where, and you're saying, you know, your opportunity, the opportunities in the show up, if you just show up, there's your opportunity. And mm. you just go, you make the decision to go, whether no one else factors into it except for yourself. Because at the end of the day and the start of the day, it's your life. So when you take care of your obligations, life's going to be good. So what, what do you suggest? Now, I know like in America, losing... Now, let me see. Is it the same ratio in your, in, your, in your business? Is it that you're helping more people lose weight than gain or maintain? Definitely lose. I, I would say uh, there's some individuals that want to gain the weight and maybe it's a health condition or they you know, just want to bulk up or something for some reason. But the vast majority of people is to lose it. Okay, uh, so, you know, so, so, yeah. so and I know that's happening in America where a majority of America is becoming obese, unfortunately. Yeah. So I, I know this is a big and tough question. What is the solution to that? The solution is just what you're eating. It's just, it's, it's so easy to, oh, I'll just get Grubhub. Because the world has made things with technology so easy to make life so simple and be so lazy. So people choose to do that. And it's just like when you look at it as health as a priority, Okay, do I want to make, like I said earlier, the make myself food or just get fast food? Mm. You know, and it's a lot of people, well, I'm going to go to the gym 24 hours a day and just crush it and I'm going to lose my weight. And it's just like, hey, if you just eat healthy, it helps all these other aspects of your life. So and that's you know, great and all. That's, that's, you know, it just sounds so damn easy, man. It sounds like, like it's fucking easy just to just, I just wake up. But, but look, I'm shit. I think I'm probably like... 60 or 70 pounds over and I have a lot on my plate. Yep. I have a lot on my business plate. And I'm sure that the, the people that are watching, you know, they may have kids, they may have, you know, jobs or businesses that, that they own, especially my followers that are entrepreneurs. So what is a step-by-step, let's, let's put the top three things that need to get done in order to take back control of their health. Step one, step two, step three. Step one, I would say to take care of your health is become clear what the goal is for your health. Because if you're not clear and you don't know what direction you're going, you're not going anywhere. You're just going the wrong direction. So it's like once you get that goal, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds in 12 weeks. That's your first step. Then it's connect to the second step. Do you know how to do that? If not, immediate second step, hire a coach. Save yourself the time because your time is your most valuable asset. 
So when you take care of your goal, you get clarity, you get a coach who provides you with something to do, which would be what to eat healthily or what to do in the exercising. You've now kind of put together your prescription for success, which I guess would be this step 3B. 3A would be to follow those first three. <laughs> 3B would just be to take action, you know, okay. on that little prescription plan. Because many people have plans, but don't execute it. And when you have a goal, you don't get paid for it an idea, a thought, right, right, you get paid yeah. for the done. The result. You know, yeah. and it's the same thing when you go for your health. You follow those little steps. Like you will by default get your goal by doing that and taking the action and handing yourself what you want. Okay. And then, and then so now that we have this action, what do we do in the event? Because I'm sure like you're human. Has there been a time where you intended to go to the gym where you missed it? There when I first started, there would be. And now, that's, now there's no. Now, now there's not because before I even got here, you know, we're in Manhattan Beach. I know every gym within like 10 miles. I so just it's non-negotiable it for you now? Non-negotiable. So, okay. Now, in the beginning when there was, how do you switch off where you don't fuck up your consistency? Saying that I was? Or? That in the beginning. That's so, so, like, let's go. Because now I'm setting this up for beginners. Okay. Who, people who are in the beginning as well as myself. Okay. So, like, when you were back in the beginning, what would be, how do you create it to become a non-negotiable that no matter... What? Yeah. You hit the gym. I would plan out my schedule like a doctor's appointment. And it was, you put it down. When you're sick, you're going to go to the doctor. You have to yeah. get healthy. So I'd be like, if it was four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to put my final day on Saturday. Because I was making it hard. Everyone wants to sleep in on Saturday. Yeah. You know? So I was like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. So I have to hit that weekend day. And it was non-negotiable. And at that time, it was just a simple fact. If I happened to miss a gym session, the next gym session, I had to do a double workout. Gotcha. So it was, I was like, I do not, the workout, you don't wanna, you don't I do, do not want to do a double. I don't want to do the first one because I'm just getting back into the swing <laughs> yeah, yeah. things. I definitely don't want to do it, then I have to do it again as a, as a kind of a punishment. Right, right. So it just was creating, I don't know if that's making it harder on yourself. But, but, just, but you created a system that supported you to get to where you are now. It, it really did. Okay. Yeah. Powerful, man. Thank you so much for being on the oh, show, Justin. Thank you. I appreciate so that, So what, what are some lasting things that you want to tell to the audience to not only get their health right, but just their mind right as well? What are some lasting things that you want to tell the audience? Lasting things would all be to put yourself first. You know, whatever you're doing, if you want to get your mindset right, understand it's just simply one choice, the choice mm. of decision. Just make the choice. Just like you wake up and you know you want to have oatmeal for breakfast, make that the same decision when it comes down to having a healthy second meal or third meal. And when people at work get the bad food, understand that you have separate goals than they do, and you might have to be the oddball, but standing out is great when you're standing out for the right reasons. So just be healthy, exercise, take care of your mindset, because a strong and powerful mind will get you anywhere in the world. Powerful, man. Thank you so much, Justin, man. You have ignited something in me that's never been there before, where now I'm ready to go home, put my plan together, and brother, I remember when I was on stage and I said, hey, you guys want to see my six pack and the, it's the coming. audience was screaming? <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Dude, I'm ready, baby. So I'm putting it out there now. I'm working, I'm going to get my six pack, baby. <laughs> thank you for being on the show, Justin. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that, man.